Hi, everyone. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Leave the Left to Us podcast. Normally, we'd record at my apartment, but due to self-quarantining and the coronavirus, we've decided to record this next episode via Skype. So there were a few technical hiccups, but I know Cole, Matt, and I had a lot of fun recording this episode, and we hope you enjoy it just as much as we did. So without further ado, here's the Leave the Left to Us podcast. Today, all over the world, there are thousands. Sino-Soviet intelligence agents with money to burn, looking for unsuspecting targets for exploitation among members of our forces. So, um, you know, we joke and everything, but um, I think we really need to uh, get serious and, you know, discuss the, you know, the impact that the virus has. Like, it, it didn't, you know, it didn't feel uh, real. You know, people were freaking out. And you're like, okay, yeah. calm down. And then it started feeling real because, um, you know, CDC is like, you guys need to stay home and stop coughing at each other and, you know, so mm-hmm. practice social distancing and stuff. And um, honestly, the real tragedy, people constantly talk about, like, what about old people, you know, who are, and what about homeless people, you know, all these things. But it's like, what about the gamers? Um, yeah. So I get an email from GameStop canceling the Animal Crossing slash Doom Midnight release. It's a travesty. No one, no one in the media is reporting this. They're all just like, oh no, you know, old people and young people are dying. It's like, what, what about, about the gamers? Yeah. yeah. I was it's, like, a, it's a classic blackout. You know, we've seen it time and time again. Just gamers are not a recognized minority. Uh, they're yeah. not a protected class in this country. They need it's, to be. It's a Exactly. You know, gamers are the true minority. That's why we should all be allowed to say the N-word. You know, it's like we should be allowed <laughs> to say the N-word and call people dirty Jews. Because like, they're canceling our... They're you canceling know, our Animal Crossing events. Forget <laughs> the Chinese virus. This is the gamer virus. Yeah. Like, this is the game. This is the, because that's who it most affects. Yeah. You know, that's who we should refer to it as. I was going to walk um, into the CDC with my Joker makeup on and just, you know. <laughs> They'll be like, oh, the 10th guy today. Yeah. <laughs> Joker. <laughs> We're just becoming increasingly Jokerified. Like, eventually, all of society, the entire United States is going to be Jokerified. Like, you know. Even if you don't really know what that means, you'll be doing it. So Right. Well, I I enjoy the fact that everyone is being forced to become a gamer in this like coronavirus right. climate. Yeah. You know, all the podcasts are going on Skype now. You can't have face-to-face meetings. Um, you were just talking about how like you no longer go to a gym, you work out in front of your webcam at home yeah. while, while watching a video, you know, lifting your five pound weight. Weights at home, and we're just all turning into gamers. No, we're we're gonna do. It's like that Tim and Eric episode, right? Where he goes to like the gym, like that workout, and it's just like a spike under his ass, and like (laughs) a virtual, a shittily animated, like Eric is like going, "Come on, bro, just four more hours, just oh yeah, I've seen that four more hours, like an auto." (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you might have to stop the recording and call him back. Okay. Alright. Yeah, Cole, Matt and I were talking about how um, studies are coming out now that young people aren't as safe from coronavirus as we thought. Um, yeah. That's actually just like a myth that people kind of come up with. So, yes, we are, ages 24 to 44 are better off than people over 45 but it doesn't mean we're invincible it says about one-fifth of the cases of 20 to 44 were hospitalized yeah 20 percent were hospitalized and then two to four percent were in icu so it's like we're not we're not totally invincible from this some people are like that's normal for like a, you know, a, a illness or whatever to like, you know, cause like, I mean, some people are like, uh, some people are fine from the flu, right. You know what I'm saying? Like some people are whatever, but some people like even our age, they have to go into the fucking ICU just for the flu. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, uh, it, it's, I'm not saying that it's the same thing as a flu. It's really dumb to compare the coronavirus to the flu. What I'm saying though is like, you know, it's just kind of normal for an illness to go, Oh, okay. Like, but yes, you're right. There, we originally it was like 0.01 percent of people uh, 
like younger, like what is it, like eighteen to like forty two or whatever, were like mm-hmm. dying from it, and now it's like it's like point oh two, but it's still like you know it, it's still rising. So and that's what like like I said, it's scary. Well, the thing is that that should be emphasized. I think is that so many like what we saw like. So I, I said earlier, right, when we weren't recording that, it, like, if you're, like, a dedicated bioterrorist watching the coronavirus going on in the U.S., you'd be like, <clears throat> it'd be like, you must be thinking, it would be so easy to just kill so many people in the U.S., right? If I, if you were to concoct, concoct something similar to corona, but it was actually way deadlier. Yeah. Because it's like, so many, it's like, you saw, like, oh, people still going to bars and like St. Patty's Day celebrations, the beach. And it was all these like young folks who think they're invincible, you know, who are so certain they're not going to get sick, who are like, oh, actually, you know, you know, like we, we like instilled this, like, especially after 9-11, it's like, well, if we change anything about our lives at all, the terrorists win, right? Now that's being applied to a virus, so we're saying no. It's actually brave and cool for me to go out into like a uh, like a public space and like I don't know, grab a child and cough into their mouth, right? <laughs> yeah. because you know that I'm brave and because cool, if we give in, the virus wins. Like it's gonna. It, what the fuck are you talking? And about? it's so like, sad. Like like I was saying like earlier, you know, even if you're like, let's say you're young, you're dumb, whatever, you're going to fucking bars to get drunk, and you. You're a, let's say you're asymptomatic, right? You don't have any fucking symptoms, but you're still a carrier of it, right? Yeah. You give it to like an old person, right? Uh, you, you know, they, I was talking today um, and a, a nurse told me she works in the critical care. She's a nurse practitioner, works in the critical care and she just sees geriatric patients, right? And she says, it's so fucking sad because these people are dying alone. Like these old people are just fucking, and she's yeah. like, it. you know, she typically... Um, you know, will recommend to like family and stuff. If grandma's fucking 89 years old, like, and she signs a fucking DNR, right? Maybe you should uphold the DNR, right? The do not resuscitate. Um, a lot of families are like, oh no, like we, we don't want granny, 89 year old granny to die. And so they have to like break fucking granny's ribs to, to get her heart starting again. Yeah. And then she's just going to suffer and then die, yeah. you know? So she, she tries to, to tell people you need to uphold that DNR, you know, you need to like, just let her go. Right. It's better off if you just let her go peacefully. We'll drug her or whatever. Like, you know, just let her go like that. And she's like, it's fucking really hard now because how are you going to convince someone to let them go? Like let their family member go when they're fucking, they'll die alone. Yeah. Cause you're not allowed to see them. So, uh- Matt, when you said, you know, we'll drug her, I did laugh because I was thinking like, oh, you know, like, like they tell the families they drug them. But once they leave, they're like, OK, bring in like, you know, they get like this oversized mallet. They're like, OK, let's take care of her. <laughs> it's, oh, it's, it's like bad. Midsummer. Yeah, like Midsummer. Yeah, they like just bring in, <laughs> they just wheel her off. Like there's a cliff behind the, the hospital. They just wheel her off. Um, that's bad. But. Yeah, that's just my takeaway was, yeah, was that really, because, like, for me, it's like, um, I've never been, like, I've had the flu, I get allergies around this time of year, so I'm used to being sick around this time of year, regardless, Mm -hmm. so I'm not really afraid of getting it because I think I'll, like, die or whatever, right, I think I'll be okay, but, like, my closest, I'm afraid, I don't want to infect my parents, because they're both, like, whatever they're my dad's like 62 so he's like getting towards that age group that gets affected by this a lot yeah he's got like a he's got like an eight to ten year difference between getting in that age group but yeah yeah my mom is immunocompromised she's had you know whatever respiratory illnesses before Mm. so i'm worried about getting them sick more than anything and also my you know my closest neighbors are my grandparents who are like in their 80s so and if they get it it's r.i.p right so i have to like that's what I'm worried about really is getting any of them sick. So right. I am, I'm super paranoid, you know, cause I have like a little cough right now. It's probably, it's, you know, allergies most likely. Right. Mm-hmm. But I'm so paranoid. Cause I'm like, I don't want to like, you know, I'm like rubbing myself in fucking, you know, gel 45%, you know, every, after every time I touch something, cause I just don't want to get anyone sick. 
Um, but um, you don't want to give anyone the boomer remover, is what they're calling the coronavirus. No, I don't. Which is like, it's like, but that's like exactly what it's going to do, or what it will end up doing. Is like all these people going out to these spaces. It's like what you're doing is you're going to kill your mima, right? You're just going to yeah. go out and like, oh, I'm going to go out and get drunk at this yeah. party. And then, the bad yeah. ones are going to be left fucking alive. Like, you know, yeah. the fucking, uh, you know, never Bernie Democrats or the like the, uh, you know, Trump Republicans. Those are, they're going to fucking live forever just out of spite. Yeah. I didn't feel like a post and someone was like, I'm so worried about like, you know, uh, my father getting it. And after this coronavirus, like he'd voted for Trump and now he's like, he's voted Republican all his life and he voted for Trump. And now he's like, Oh, well, like, because the response to this, I, it's exposed, like, fuck Trump, blah, blah. And she's like, I'm trying to, you know, talk him to, to going towards the left. And he's like 78 or something like that years old. Yeah. And someone was like, Jesus Christ, the amount of privilege that you have to have to live 78 fucking years mm-hmm. and just always vote Republican. And then, like, one virus hits and you're like, oh, yeah, maybe I should care about other people. That's true. And, like, um, I'll it's say like this. too late, you know. It's like you're already fucking. You've already done your damage, fan. That's true, but also like, like I'll accept someone like that in the sense that, like, yeah, you know, join the party, but also like recognizing that, yeah, it took you 78 years worth of, like, I mean, you know, like a good, um, to me, a good comparison is made with like the AIDS crisis, like, mm. like that should happen. You know, you were in the prime of your life when that happened and you were probably still a Reagan Repu- Republican at the time, like Elizabeth right. Warren. It was. So it's like, if it, if, if AIDS didn't kind of t- teach you this lesson, yeah, it's, it's only when it affects you because, you know, AIDS was like a gay virus. Or whatever, right. So no right it was God's it. way of punishing the gays. Yeah. It is kind of funny though, because the Pope did cancel Easter this year. He said, sorry, fam, Jesus is staying dead. Motherfucker. Yeah, he's not coming back. Yeah. <laughs> this is 2020, the year Jesus is, is, is he's he's, staying gone. God is indeed dead. Yeah. It's like, cause technically Jesus, I guess would be 2000 years old at this point. So he'd be super susceptible to the virus, you know? Yeah. Like imagine this is the year, of the second coming Jesus comes back but he gets coronavirus and dies. <laughs> what the fuck? Tom Perez gives him coronavirus directly by coughing, by kissing Jesus, just yeah. making out with Jesus. Like, ugh, ugh. that's what Tom Perez personally, right? He personally has said, I will go to every single Democrat's registered Democrat's home if you are over the age of 70 and I will kiss you in the mouth because I have coronavirus. I want to give it to as many people as possible, especially in Florida. So let's like, talk about, let's talk about Tom Perez really quickly because. He's his statements coming out saying that, you know, polling places have to stay open. States have to have their primaries on time or they're going to get punished because, you know, they're trying to rush the process and push Biden through as quickly as possible because he knows if we wait five seconds, you know, people might change their mind and vote for Bernie, especially during this crisis. Yeah. Um, Fucking Arizona, Florida. And there was a third state, Illinois, uh, Illinois, all held their primaries. Those should be invalid. Like those, those should be every single should not count. Every single person that contracts coronavirus from voting in a democratic primary, those, if they die, those deaths are on Tom Perez's hands. They're just literally up. just, I just saw on Twitter, them. one of the, the buildings, they, one of the polling places, like the building itself they found coronavirus in it and they had to like shut it down and do a deep clean the day mm-hmm. after the prime. So it doesn't fucking matter. You literally, if, if I didn't know any better, right. I would think that Tom Perez is like, this is, was his big gamble to finally enact his genocidal plan. Right. Because what he did is basically allowed for the most susceptible, susceptible people to this virus to be herded into like a gym basement and like for hours, like, yeah, for hours. I wouldn't be surprised if one of these like old little old ladies was like, "Oh, I have to go home. My cats, right?" And she tried the door, and they were locked. Like she realized <laughs> fucking Tom Perez came and put a bike lock on the door. It's like, no, you're voting, bitch. You're voting for Biden. <laughs> you're yeah. gonna die in, in two weeks because this is all we all I want. You know, it's like, super. It's super depressing to see that that, that. you know we we already knew Democratic leadership was just totally inept but now they're putting biden above 
human lives. Like it's, it's just despicable. It's pretty interesting that like, and a couple things that are interesting about the virus is one, it's like uh, it's either like radicalizing people to like a, a degree of like, you know, we need dramatic change. Right. Or it's um, doing the exact opposite where these people are just fucking like burrowing in their own fucking shit and just living yeah. in their house of shit and just being like, yeah, the world's like, it's like that, uh, that meme with the dog where it's like, everything's fine. And the, like the shit's on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that, like, uh, that, that, uh, girl, the actress from community, that Nicole Brown or whatever is like Bernie saying that people shouldn't go vote. It's like, that should be and, saying- and, uh, tagged. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? Brianna, Brianna joy, uh, yeah. Bernie's, you know, campaign manager. They were like, like you need to be uh, arrested for like voter suppression, suppression or whatever. Yeah. It's like, what the fucking planet do you live in? And like, she just ate shit for it. Like every, I, I reported her ass. Like everyone was reporting her tweet. I was, I reported her ass. I was like, this is a great, yeah. like, you know, um, yeah, in fairness, Matt, she didn't, <laughs> she wasn't saying that, uh, uh, uh Brianna, should have been arrested. She just said her tweet should have been reported. <laughs> no, she said, yeah. Well, Twitter jail. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, she said something like, um, she said something like criminal something about Bernie. Yeah. She said that about Brianna. She said something anyway. Yeah. It, it's any, either way, get thrown in Twitter jail or real jail. You were talking about how, you know, it's either it's making people radical. You know, fucking Trump is gonna enact UBI. Like we're gonna have right, yeah. <laughs> so, according to the Washington Post, Americans would receive two a thousand dollar payments on a plan. Granted, it's just two, but you know, in what universe did we think that UBI would be passed by Trump? People on Twitter are joking, like. I guarantee you Trump's going to like when Biden and Trump are actually running versus each other. And Biden has already said he's not going to do Medicare for all. But watch Trump come out and say, oh, I'll do Medicare for all. It is insane that Trump is like the greatest leftist politician that we have right now. Well, like, yeah. And but this is like so out of this crisis is that this is really a moment where. If you're thinking of, you know, if we have, like, okay, we have a two-party system, the Democrats are the opposition, this really would be a moment for them to, like, needle Republicans and come out with these plans. And, like, what we see is we have the typical wing of the party who have these plans, like Ilhan Omar, Bernie, all that, come out with their stuff. And mm-hmm. then the fucking – then Pelosi and Schumer responding with tax credits – like, yeah, we'll <laughs> refund, like fucking refundable tax credits, folks. We love to see it. Small businesses will have their loans forgiven, whatever, right? Just this boring ass shit. Like Kamala Harris's thing was to like <laughs> yeah. get every family, not a five, $500 a month, $500 to do what with? What the fuck, right? Yeah. That's their. Isn't she from California too? Yes. Yeah, so, and, like, what the fuck is $500 a month going to do in California? It's going to buy you, like, a bag nothing. of chips and a can of Coke. Fourth of your rent. There you go. That's covered. Don't worry about it, folks. Yeah. Right? And n- none of it's coupled with, you know. And she, she never said, like, unemployment benefits. She never, like, she didn't want to expand, like, paid sick leave or anything. She was just like, yeah, $500 a month because people might lose their fucking jobs. It's like, bitch, have you ever tried living on $500 a month? What the fuck? Yeah. Crazy. And it's like, really, what this like, like to demonstrate. Well, what it's demonstrating is that um, the Republicans, like at this moment, have recognized that okay, what's going to sell the people is this thing. We're giving, we're cutting every American a check, right? Everybody's getting a check. It's, they're getting some money, everyone, right? No, mm-hmm. no tax credits. No, I, I don't even know what a fucking tax credit is. A tax no, credit's no, like. So, like, uh, let's say you have, like, a kid. Like, you can get a tax credit for having a, a kid, like, in the first year. Yeah. So, a tax credit's like, all right, so when you get your taxes back, let's say that, I don't know, let's just say you owe $1,000, right, in taxes. Yeah. So, a tax credit is, like, a, a plus sign to that, like, whatever, 
you're either going to get back or whatever you owe. So let's say you owe a thousand dollars and the child tax credits four thousand dollars. So that means you'll get back three thousand dollars. That's what okay. tax credit is. It's just like a like a uh, you know you can write off like um, you know like business expenses and stuff like that as a tax credit. Uh, there we go. Also, so in the explanation, right? My mm-hmm. brain shut off, right? Because that's boring. <laughs> that's boring. <laughs> Fucking tax credit. What even is that? Fuck you. Give me a thousand dollars. Well, they, like it's not it's not even that. It's like, yo, just like tell the employers, like, why are you bailing out like big airlines? Maybe big airlines should stop buying soy lattes every day. You know, maybe they should have made better decisions instead of in, in, investing money in a in a failing airline industry. Like, that's the thing. Like, I, I posted this this uh, thing on on a friend's Facebook page today because they were talking about it and they were like, oh wow, people are really like. There's a lot of people who are just suddenly okay with socialism, right? Like, oh yeah, just a thousand dollars a month. Like, what happened to the people who are like, you need to work for it? Blah blah. You know, those people are like, yeah, give it to us, whatever. Um, Martin Luther King said, like, uh, American society is set up to where it's aggressive, it's socialism uh, for the extremely rich and rugged capitalism. It's not quite this quote, but it's like rugged capitalism for the poor. Yeah. Right. And that's it. Like, like, why don't these big companies just pull themselves up by their bootstraps? You know, why don't they just get a second corporation? That's the thing. Like, and you're pissing away one point, what was it? One point seven five trillion dollars in the stock market yeah. for to raise back up instead of like, I don't know, like canceling student debt or doing something that might actually help the economy. Yeah. So piggybacking off that exactly what you're talking about. And this ties into what you're talking about, Cole, about the Democrats, you know, coming out with these weak fucking plans. You know, Pelosi came out with the Families First Act or something like that that got passed passed by the House and is now being voted on by the Senate. Fucking only covers 20% of Americans because instead of requiring all companies to pay family and paid sick leave, uh, if you have 500 or more employees, you're exempt. So that includes Amazon, McDonald's, Walmart, the biggest employers in the country are exempt and all that is falling on technically small businesses, which is fucked up. And if you have less than 50, you get an exemption too. So, so nobody, really, like if, nobody like gets 500 this. people. You can, you can, pay. which again, McDonald's, uh, Target, like Walmart, all those places don't have to, yeah, they're not required to. So, and then another thing is Matt, you said the 1.78 trillion. Mm-hmm. So Trump's plan for you know every american to get a thousand dollars or two thousand dollars that's still if it was a thousand dollars that's just 360 billion like compared to the what the corporations are getting and so we're still getting fed table scraps when they could be doing a lot more because we learned money isn't real the stock market isn't real it it just really isn't it's numbers in a computer and anytime they want, they can just make more of it appear or less of it appear. They can That's do whatever they want. Trump saying Trump freezing evictions, right? <laughs> freezing foreclosure. Yeah, like, yeah. Trump <laughs> didn't want to do whatever they want. And Obama didn't even fucking do that. No, when no. the fucking oh my god. It's like, why is Trump the greatest leftist politician we've ever fucking had? Jesus Christ. And, and people on Twitter, people on Twitter were like, excuse me, well, it's only it only covers like HUD subsidized properties or whatever. It's like, well, he's still fucking doing something, and yeah, Obama still could have done that. Didn't do that. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like Obama this- just gave money to the banks, right? Yeah. Like he was just like, like yeah, here you go, here's bank, here's money for the banks. It's like, no, you were the guy that pissed away the fucking money. Like, wh- why is it on us? Like, it's it's funny too. Someone said this perfectly. They said, um, "Wow, like." The politicians are freaking the fuck out because they realize that value is generated by the unskilled laborers that yeah. we have. The yeah. unskilled laborers. I'm using mm-hmm. scare quotes there because, like, it obviously requires skill to do literally anything. But, like, you know, uh, like, like janitors, like food workers, you know, service industry, customer service, all these people are fucking literally integral to our economy. Right. And like we're seeing that because like our fucking stock because those people can't work, our fake money stock market is fucking plummeting. It's below 
it's below any of the gains that Trump's administration, yeah. when he got into office and the gains started happening, it's already <laughs> below that. It's not even back to where it was. It was less than what it was yeah. now. And it's dropping drastically. Down. Check your fucking 401k. If you haven't checked your 401k, if you want to get fucking super depressed, I don't have one. I'm just saying, like, if you have one, check it. Yeah. Because uh, I know a person whose 401k is negative $8,000 right now. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's upsetting. Line go down. That's what we've seen. And like, what is what is what is line? What does it mean? Yeah, I don't know. It go down. Stonks, stonks. It's yeah, stonks. It's going down. Yeah. Um, and apparently that should be a, a bad thing. Um, it is funny. Yeah, it's like it's funny how um, I'll be right back, guys. Okay. okay. Um, like yeah, like like this whole like sequence of events is. So, um, uh, oh, dear uh, God. No, oh, we almost lost him. Okay. Almost. Okay. He's terrified. Um, and like Matt Christman had a good point that, um, what we're like, what we might see right with this is that, like, so what the Republicans are doing with like giving, cutting checks and suspending payments, right? This is all shit that, like, has been proposed by the Democrats and never actually done because it would be something good that people would like, mm -hmm. um, at least in like the short term, right? Like UBI, I think as a concept, you know, like right wingers like it because they could just gut everything else and just cut people like a check every month. But there is like a leftist like way to use it. I think in a crisis, definitely just giving everyone money to tide them over while they can't work is a good way to use it. Right. But mm -hmm. So the Republicans doing this. So it begs the question, what is the purpose? What is the point of the Democrats anymore? If they're not even doing this sort of thing, why do they, do they to lose? And that's see, the thing is that see, in the world, we have winners and losers. You have the Republicans who are the winners currently. And then you have the Democrats who are constantly the losers. Yeah. But the thing is, is that the Democrats have lost in a way that they, remain relevant in the sense that they're still the second, they're still the, the opposition party, right? Mm -hmm. So you lose, but in just such a way that you can say, ah, darn it, well, we'll get them again next time, and people believe you, right? What, what do you guys think of uh, Bernie forming a third party, possibly? I'm, at this point, I'm all for it. He won't do yeah. it. He do you think he'd do it? Do you think he'd win if he formed a third party? No. He wouldn't win, not, not if he just formed it. He would get a sizable chunk of the, um, the democratic eat, eat the democratic base up and but the thing is is that people say oh that's a bad thing it's like in this election no. cycle it's like yeah he wouldn't win but he we'd have a we'd have a third option going forward we'd have another party to that right that, you know because like if this turns out like because you know there are two ways to make the democrats irrelevant one is that form a third party with like bernie's base mm-hmm the, the one we're currently in is the Republicans just basically um, becoming national socialist and, uh, you know, the Democrats you know, falling away because basically what will happen is the, the Democrats we have now, the establishment, will just join the Republican Party as like the neoliberal, neoconservative wing. Mm -hmm. And we'll just have two wings of the Republican Party. We'll have the old guard neoconservative types and we'll have the new age national socialist types. The ones who are like, you know, we'll have like, who is it? Like Ben Sass or, or that one guy um, who comes up a lot. He has, he criticizes capitalism, but he's a right winger. So it's all, it's all, it all comes from the, the right wing criticism of capitalism all comes from well, the money's not benefiting, you know, the Aryan race, you know, it's not benefiting the master race. So we have to fix that. Yeah. Um, capitalism isn't playing by the arbitrary rules that they think are in place, but aren't actually in place. Yeah. And that the, all like the, you know, the profits and spoils should go to there's the deserving people, which is or, or white people and everyone else should get mm -hmm. out. Clint. They say, I love how they say like educated, you know what I'm saying? They're like, yeah. oh, well, like you just need an education. It's like, oh, okay, like education equals what? Like, yeah. It's you know? a, yeah. But um, that's what we're, that's what right now we're kind of facing, I think, is that we could get a situation where the Democrats are irrelevant. And so basically we're just like, it's a Republican party with two wings to it. Right. Yeah. I mean, it um, kind of already is. 
but but even more so, even more kind of uh, developed. Um, where yeah, I think you'll get like a a part of it, like you know, a wing of national socialist populist types and a wing of like the types we already have. Um, yeah, and I think what's scary about that is that the populist wing of it will be, I think, more. We'll just have more like a ground like a groundswell of support for it because it's like the thing is is that people like getting shit like you'll have like plenty of people say well i want to work for my i don't want to be handed stuff but it's like when you're handed things you'll go oh this is actually really nice i like this a lot you know healthcare, like 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 you know the idea a lot of people you know maybe blanch at the idea of having the government cut them a check until they get the check and then like oh this is great um and so if you and like the fucking the fucking Roman emperors knew this, like like Caligula recognized this, right? If you give people free grain and and money, they'll like you. Mm-hmm. So like, why can't anyone else get wrap their fucking and, head around? Well, this and idea? it's not that it's not that people would even stop working if they were given you know basic necessities like you know supplemental income or. Free healthcare. It, nobody wants to stop working. They're still gonna. We're all still gonna go to our jobs. It's just mm-hmm. our lives are that much less stressful. We, we already live in a essentially a post scarcity scarcity society where money doesn't mean anything, and yeah. so there's no excuse for us to be living the way we are in the in this country. Um, it, it is good that it's shedding the light, but that is the real fear that. The Republicans are going to be the populist party, like a true populist party and, and you know, the party of the people. And so we well, really do need a third left. We need a true left wing party in this country. I mean, how many how many uh, people who are like left leaning or, you know, if let's say Donald Trump does handle the corona situation extremely well. Right. Like he continues to handle it like in a good way. Um, how many people are going to vote? Republican because they don't want Joe Biden. A ton, you know, a shit ton. Like Biden gets, yeah, I and mean, like how many of those people, like how many of those people would vote for Bernie if, uh, you know, if Bernie was the nom- nominee, right? Because, I mean, Bernie's, you know, saying like, you know, $2,000 UBI a month uh, in this crisis. He's talking about, um, you know, doing like, like free, like Medicare for all, like student loan forgiveness and stuff like that, right? And like, even if you're you know, more on the right leaning side of the spectrum, like that stuff, especially during a crisis sounds appealing. Right. And Trump's the one that's like presenting those, uh, those things right now, you know, like you had Trump, Andrew Yang and fucking Bernie and even Joe Biden's like, Joe Biden's like, nah, like free testing, but Medicare for all. No, I'm going to veto that shit. Let me tell you something here, Mac. All right. What we're going to do is we're going to take the, we need to give the people, you know, they come in, right. You know, and they get the, you know what? What? What happened? You know, the test is like you know they give them the the, the tube, they put it in there, and then they say you, you got it, Mac, and they kick you to the curb. But let me tell you, you know, back in you know when I was you know back in the the you know with the other guy, you know, we would say, hey, you should give that guy that guy should get the he should get the the he should get the cat's pajamas, man. You know, you shouldn't kick him to the curb. It was a bad mumbo jumbo before I got in town. We're gonna go to those rain barrels. We're gonna get, we're gonna pull the pull the, the test. Yeah, pull the test out of them. You know, and, 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 and you know we're gonna get the we're gonna get the the you know the guys. The and real question is, <laughs> if uh, Joe Biden's granddaughter is a carrier, then she's definitely giving it to him. Oh, all, yeah. all the fucking makeout sessions they've had. <laughs> like, did you see the video of him? Like the other, like I think last night giving like a speech and he basically kind of disassociates for a second and he's like looking around and you can see like pure confusion on his face and then his wife comes in and hugs him basically being like joe joe you yeah know what you're doing right <laughs> and that uh and that whole conference you know he was doing like an online twitch session or whatever yeah, uh, yeah. it was his Streaming whole speech Fortnite. was about trying to get uh young voters yeah. it's just like the distance between this guy and reality and it's it's sad because it's like, you know, we're saying his brain's mush and his body's decomposing, not not just as a slight on him because he has shitty politics, but also because it's factual. And we don't 
need a president who has dementia. That will be whatever you think about Trump. That will be more embarrassing than Trump. Also, what people say about like Bernie, right? Like I saw this this uh, thing and I, I posted it. Uh, I think Coley liked it. It was the uh, yeah. that guy being like Bernie. I questioned him about his running mate in his campaign, and Bernie said like I'm dealing with a fucking world catastrophe. Yeah. Like, is that good enough for you? And then he was like, he was just being mean to me or whatever. And I was like, okay, but like Joe Biden has been like on a fucking rampage against people, <laughs> like uh, you know because. Yeah, being like, whoa, 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 you know, like all that yes. shit and just being like calling that girl like Sierra a dog face. Yeah, listen here, Mac, and all this shit, you know, uh, and telling, you know, Joe Biden's too busy instead of like trying to solve like anything with the coronavirus. He's been too too busy telling people not to vote for him. <laughs> like, like iron, like industry workers being like, well, if you don't like it, don't vote for me. It's like, that yeah. and like, I remember the video it came out maybe before the, the the states after Super Tuesday where it's like this union guy is mm-hmm. like, Joe, you're going to like take away my guns. And Joe basically is like, you motherfucker, I'll kill you. I'll strangle you to death right here. And then like you had the, these pundits being like, Joe looks very good in this video. I'm like, I- imagine, imagine any Republican doing what Joe just did. Imagine the tears would imagine Bernie doing it. Yeah. Like, I mean, Bernie doesn't do it and he, he still gets accused of doing that type of shit. But Joe has like a full on frothing at the mouth breakdown at a steel plant where he tells a guy who works like, you know, 12 hours a day that he's going to ring him, ring his neck. And then if, if it weren't for like his, his granddaughter being with him, he would kill him right there on the spot, <laughs> Yeah, you know, and they're saying, Oh, this is cool. He looks poised in this. It's like, I guess all you need to like literally anything he does will be, will be spun this way because that he's their pick. So he could literally have a moment where, you know, a, a choir girl, he mishears like a 12 year old girl, you know, like he like she says go Joe and he thinks she she says like you know uh, go Jew and he thinks Bernie Sanders supporter and my thing I'll kill her right they could be like <laughs> well you know I think we should recognize that twelve year old girls are pretty mean so we all had like you know we've all been in middle school so we know how this feels <clears throat> so the fact that he took her and punched her across the room was totally acceptable yeah like old old like politicians and like especially um you know right wing politicians like Joe Biden have proven time and time again that they fucking hate like young women like just straight up that they absolutely yeah. cannot stand them like i th- i don't think i've ever seen anyone hate young women as much as fucking those types of people just being like oh look at ha- look at her liking twilight it's the dumbest thing ever it's like what the fuck yeah do you love how for the past Four years, the media has been like crying about every little thing Trump is doing, and everybody on Twitter like responds to Trump's tweets, and like they're like he's actually going to read the responses that people <laughs> like, send. Excuse me, sir. Uh, your assertion that Ivanka has the best knockers on the planet uh, that is actually demonstrably false. You know, like so we've had to deal with that shit for the past four years, and mm-hmm. now Joe Biden is. Like doing just as wacky, uh, you know, staying straight up lies. You know, the the media squeals, fact check, fact check, fact check after everything Trump yeah. says, and then Biden gets up on the debate stage and lies about his entire political history, and not a peep from anybody in like, mainstream media. Like political mm-hmm. history, like his fucking record. Like he basically said, "Yeah, I went to South." Africa and I was arrested trying to free Nelson Mandela from me, <laughs> which never happened. Right. Like, he, I mean, honestly, he should just run with it and he should be like, yes, I was, I was a special ops guy. But I, he's, I a, he's, there to, to he's a good speak. guy. Cause he's going to pick a woman VP. He's going to pick a woman running he's mate, gonna, you know, uh, instead of like, you know, instead of like helping women by not diddling them, you know, Joe Biden's going to pick a woman VP. So he's definitely more progressive than Bernie. He's going to like, I think they, they said Klobuchar was going to be his pick. I think he'll go with Kamala and God, like, that'd be such a bad ticket. I would actually prefer Klobuchar over Kamala. <laughs> yeah. He definitely, definitely shouldn't go with Yang right now because Yang's publicity probably isn't the best in the world. Why would he do? 
Oh, he's Chinese. (laughs) 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 That's that's when he was when he was like uh, when he was like yeah when he was like oh I have like you know oh it's interesting that President Trump is talking about UBI. It's like wait a minute, didn't you guys do this or? Didn't the, didn't your family do something yeah. like that? Yeah. I'm just imagining like a like a Republican just being like, Oh, look at this socialist talking about UBI. Like, you know. Is it is uh, it did we, Josh, are you there? Yeah, I'm there. Okay. Your video cut off. Okay. Is it racist to if I believe if uh, a small part of me believes that Andrew Yang's responsible for the coronavirus, for the coronavirus, so UBI gets passed, so UBI gets <laughs> a small He's part like, of me thinks, "Oh wow, a thousand dollars a month—that's yeah, what we I all need." I haven't triple sourced this, but according to one of my sources, there's a chance that the virus actually originated from the United States and was brought over by American service members to Wuhan. So. I've only heard that from one news outlet. I don't think it's confirmed in any way, but I do like the idea that this is literally the Spanish flu 2.0. And, you know, it came from a a farm in Kansas, and then we started calling it the Spanish flu instead of the Kansas flu. And now we're calling it the Chinese virus, when in all likelihood it probably didn't even originate in China. Kung flu. Oh, my God. That's so (laughs) funny. I don't care what you say. Like, that is so racist. But Jesus Christ, that's funny. I heard that the day on CNN, I fucking started dying laughing. God, I was like, yeah. oh, well, it's like that, um, like, Cometown had that video of the guy who was like, going to die, you fat bitch. Yeah. Like, saying you're getting too many beans in tortillas. <laughs> yeah. It was, like, super racist, but it was also, like, just incredibly funny because it's just some scumbag guy. It's, like, like the worst like, type of person, but it's still fucking hilarious because yeah, he's, like, he's, just telling her off. Yeah. Just being as nasty as he possibly could, but it was fucking hilarious because it's, like, just this one snapshot of a guy being the worst person on Earth. And it was, like, wonderful. That's, yeah. that's what it is. Kung flu, that's what it is. It's just some guy being... It's, like, you... To me, I laugh just the... Audacity. Like a White House staffer saying that. Yes. That's hilarious. Like, just thinking, no way, like, they'll call it Chinese virus, but there's no way they'll be this shitty with it, right? Yeah. It's, it's almost like, like no. it, it's almost too hard to believe that someone actually said that, you know what I'm saying? I think that's why it's so funny, is just being like, yeah. yeah, be careful, don't cough on, don't get near those Asians, they might give you the Kung flu. It's like, oh, wow. That's- like, that's literally like, <laughs> justice. like, you'd think... Like, you only see that sort of, like, white people racism in, like, a Spike Lee movie, right? Yeah. And here it is happening. <laughs> or, like, a, like a whatever. Like, an episode of The Boondocks, I would see I would see that being a thing. Where they have, like, you know, whatever. Saying, like, saying it's the Kung Flu is very much Boondocks. Being, like, yeah. it's the Kung Flu and then also, like, the response of, like, a UBI. Like, a $500 a month seems like a Boondocks, like, politician thing. Yeah. Man, but you tell me I get $500 a month? What? <laughs> and it's real, but it's real life. Yeah. Yeah. How many packs of Corona beer can that buy? <laughs> how many? How many? I was gonna make a KFC joke, but I don't think I I could get away with that. But um, no, you're a person of color. You're Irish. You're good. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. There's a person on uh on Twitter that uh I follow. I don't know if you guys follow her or not, but she's uh Italian, right? Ugh. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway, Gross. and she was like, "Oh yeah, like I'm so happy that the Irish lost." And I'm like, "No, just read my tweet. I said that like St. Patty's Day is canceled, but Italy's on shutdown right now, so the Irish are batting 500, solid 500." Yeah. Can't agree that, more. That, yeah, and I said, I, "I said I really hate spaghetti." That's what I, I commented <laughs> on her presence that I really hate spaghetti. Also, uh, I was watching. So, if you guys want recos on things to watch. That Harley Quinn TV show, the um, animated one that came out on the DC streaming service. I know no one's ever heard about it. That shit is so yeah. – it's a comedy. It's so fucking funny. There was okay. a scene, There was a scene where, uh, like, it cuts away. He's like, oh, I'm going to go – Harley Quinn's dad's, like, this Jewish guy who, like, gets involved with the mob. He's yeah. like a – and he's like, I'm going to go talk to the – the mob and have this all straightened out. They're, they're notorious for being like cool guys. And yeah. it, it cuts to a pizzeria called, uh, it's like Mamma Mia Pizzeria. <laughs> and right. like, 
the mob guys are like, hey, they're like, what are we going to do over here? And he's like, uh, he says something like, um, they say like all the stereotypical like Italian things. And the guy's like, okay, any other suggestions on how we can stop saying this stuff to be so stereotypical and buy into the stereotypes? And they're like a perfect stereotype. It's, it's, uh, it's actually pretty funny. Uh, okay. And uh, Bane on that show, he's, um, he's got the, the, the Dark Knight Rises Bane voice. He's like, I, I am your reckoning. And <laughs> he calls like, they're like, objectively best Bane voice. Yeah, and it, like one of the scenes, uh, they're like, Harley, like the Legion of Doom won't accept you, right? And she's like, Bane accepted me. When I was walking out, he said, you go, girl. And he's like, she says, Poison Ivy's like, no, I think he said, where's the go-go? And she's like, oh. <laughs> he constantly says every, everything. He's like, uh, <laughs> he got pissed off at like a smoothie king worker. And he's like, I will be Joshua's reckoning. <laughs> Josh, what what are you doing? Uh, I'm looking at Twitter at some of the hashtags. So I've learned that hashtag South Fulton is trending because the the city of South Fulton imposed a curfew from 9 p.m. to 7 a.m. Yeah. Um, So that's pretty radical. And Austin, Texas was talking about bringing out the uh, National Guard to enforce a curfew. I mean, if that's what it takes, you know, to stop... I, spreading. Not sure I mean, that. I, oh, go ahead. I want to stop the spreading, but I don't. I don't like any any thing where the government's going to tell you to stay indoors, like with force. I don't like that at all. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's going to get pretty drastic. I think that we'll be surprised with what they come up with based off the situation, like how much power the government will actually wield to combat this. Because you know, Trump Trump's realized that. This virus stands between him and re-election. This is the only thing that can fuck up re-election for yeah. him is how he handles this virus. So I yeah. would not be shocked if when – because his whole stance was uh, apathy and pretending it didn't exist and hoping yeah. we would never get it in the first place. But now that it's here and it's getting bad, you know, the video showing Fox News' reaction when it first came out versus now – I would not be surprised if Trump, you know, issues martial law, shuts everything down, and we turn it. We oh take, yeah, like we who, take the same who, actions that uh, China did. Who thinks that the election's happening in November? Oh like, no, he's just I, I mean, postponed do, election. Do we think it's happening in November? No, no I, I, think I think he's think so. declaring martial law. Uh, yeah, well, I, I, I think it's a that, very likely outcome. Yeah, I mean, the Chinese methods worked. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's, it, 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 they're recovering now. Like, it's, it's uh, you know, the fear, they're, they're, though, on the, they're, they're on the There mend. is a fear because in order to eradicate the virus, every single person in the world, ha- like, there can't be a single case in the world because it'll keep spreading. So it, the theory is that it's just going to come back in China, and that's going to be the same for the whole world, that this isn't something yeah. that, oh, we can stay indoors for a month. And then it'll go away. It's mm-hmm. no, this is something we're going to be living with for the next year. And even if we go indoors, it will come back into waves, maybe not as aggressively as it did its first round. We'll, we'll be better we'll prepared for it. You'd think so. You would we think should so. be. Yeah. Like yes. the, the, the logical thing would be, we'd be better prepared for this type of situation. Um, you know, the only thing I can say, like it, it, it kind of sucks. And I felt really bad because I was like, you know, thinking, uh, you know, I was like, oh, I'm depressed because, like, I'm graduating this year and, like, the job market's going to be fucking absolute ass by the time I get into it. Right? And I felt really bad because I was like, no, people are, like, dying, right? Like, yeah. why am I, you know, I'm not whatever. Uh, and it made me feel even worse just like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just hopefully if there's a good thing that comes out of it, which – I don't wish like it on upon anybody, but hopefully it kind of moves the Overton window enough to where people kind of realize, but I mean, people are stupid, right? Like, like you said, people are going to fucking Mar-a-Lago to party. It's like, no, like you need to just, even if you're young, just stay in, have very limited interaction with people. Yeah. My, my faith in the American people choosing the best thing is not, you know, very strong because it's like, the fundamental problems in America, they, they're, you know, and the, the people in power are very good at keeping people suppressed from knowledge 
and we are I don't even know, think it's that I don't think it's very good at keeping people I think it's they're done a very good job with the ideological state apparatus to ingrain American ideology so firmly in people that it's like it's it's hard to it's hard to break out of that right like so you have to either become super fucking radical and you know like I don't know like pick up a book and read it you know or like any book that's not on the American syllabus, you know, and it's but, it's truly is you know great propagandizing because uh, we're inundated with it since you know the entire American school system, the way textbooks are written, the way mm-hmm. class discussion is held. Like Cole, could you imagine in like or, in our or well, both of you were in my classes, so like in our AP US history class, ever discussing like America in a bad light, you know, truly how things were like. You know, I remember we no. had the debate. There was a debate of like, should America have used the atomic bomb? bomb? Yeah. And it's like, I think you came out as one of the few people that was against it. Like, we didn't need to do it. Well, she assigned she assigned um, sides. Yeah. So there was like people, but I was like fervently like actually I for, the, yeah. for the thing. I was like, you know, which was like one of those like maybe early indications that I might be like prone and I might, might, you know, go left. Right. But yeah, my thing was, yeah, shouldn't have done it. And I like actually went like deep dive and I was like, I brought out, I think um, like the communications between the Japanese and the, and the U S right. Talking about like mistranslations and like the Soviets. I talked about like, I like tried to show like communications between them and fucking, I remember our friend Wesley was on the other side. His thing was those poor innocent sailors. <laughs> it was like, like, uh, I bet uh, he racked up. I don't remember this at all, but I bet he just, fucking, no, no, no. Oh. He, got, he got, no, he got, he got bulldozed, dude. You kidding me? I was like, really? pretty good doing that also oh, no, i'm not saying it's i'm not saying it's against you i'm just saying like uh a high school in georgia talking yeah. about should we have dropped the atomic bomb like it just kind of seems like you know especially at daresville it seems like it, he would probably just like be like yeah um they deserve it because they killed like one of our like a person and they're like yeah fair enough yeah they killed one person so let's kill them let's nuke them yeah. like that guy <laughs> that guy that i, I retweeted talking about how he would he he had advocated for a preemptive genocide on China and now he feels validated because basketball <laughs> <been> canceled. <laughs> it's like damn, all right. It's like I, I imagine being like, yeah, we should we should wipe out 1.6 billion people and feeling that you're correct because you don't get to watch your fucking basketball. You don't get to watch the tournament. Oh, oh no! Right, you don't get to watch like Virginia lose to like a 16 seed anymore. Yeah, I am bummed that baseball. I am bummed that MLB is not doing what the um, the uh, what is it Nihon Eco? Uh, I don't remember. Anyway, the, the Japanese baseball league. What they're doing yeah. is they're playing in empty stadiums, and uh, the MLB is not even doing that. I'm very bummed that baseball is a baseball. Dude, fuck not baseball. Around. The XFL, man, the best. Dude, like, fuck the XFL. Dude, the XFL was like actual fun, like good. Like, they don't have a Chicago team, so I don't have anybody to root for. Uh, that's true, but you know, like they don't have any like Georgia teams either. But like quality football, right? With like castoffs, I love seeing like you know whatever PJ Walker who played at Temple, he gets to be a star there. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Jordan Tamu, right? Like this fucking tatted up quarterback from Colorado gets to play. I love that, right? Like Cardell Jones gets to like eat his way out of a job again. So did a, did, think, a, did Vince but, McMahon actually provide them with health insurance or, or are they? I don't are know. They shit the season like the wrestling. Then it's canceled and they only got five games in. And dude, that was like a highlight it's of canc- week. That's interesting because it uh, he hasn't canceled wrestling. Like wrestling's still yeah. on. But wrestling is like you can do that. Like I've seen some of the videos, and they're like Eric Andre's sketches, basically. Yeah, you can do wrestling in front of an empty crowd. You can really, do, you can do any of these things in front of an empty crowd. I think it's just like because there's so many. I guess there's so many more people though that they're afraid that like one of the players will test positive for COVID and give it to everyone else because they're in such close yeah. proximity. You know, like the NBA, like Rudy Gobert getting it was like 
shut down over, right? Yeah, it was funny because like there's a guy in the in the Yankees minor league system they got that tested positive for COVID, and they were like the Yankees response was so much like it was so New York Yankees. They were like. He didn't have any contact with any major leaguers. Like, it's not like they don't give a fuck about yeah. the minor leaguers at all. Yeah. They don't give a fuck about the people or even him. It's just like, listen, that guy, we, we can guarantee you he didn't have any contact with any major leaguers. No, no one in Portland has ever cared about this kid. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, you know, as you all know, like they're giving the press conference, like, as you all know, all minor leaguers are required to interact with major leaguers through a glass wall. Yeah. So, he was the, the the wall was not breached. He was with the not, phone too. Yeah, <laughs> like his, you know, uh, the major leaguers breathe recycled air, so they were not breathing in any of his breath. You know, he <laughs> so, um, um, yeah, that is funny. It's <laughs> literally no one from our team ever made. We he only like got communications through like a Dropbox. So he like go it'd be like a rock, and underneath it would be like like his like whatever schedule tape to it. He's like, okay, yeah. I get, this is before he was infected. So. Yeah. <laughs> any, like, uh, he didn't even notice a change. Like, oh, like, that's funny. Any, yeah, I'm uh, surprised fucking, uh, what you call a Barstool Sports wasn't freaking the fuck. I don't know. I haven't seen any tweets from that shitty ass company, but like, I'm just imagining them being like, the New York Yankees, what? They made the greatest statement ever because they're big like Yankees guys over there. Any um, final remarks before we say goodbye? Uh, I'm going to get fat now because I don't have my gym for two weeks. Or, you know, I mostly won't have a gym for two weeks. So I'm just going to get fat now. Enjoy well, myself. Dude, I haven't been to the gym. Still working at home, like, right? No. Yeah. I haven't yeah. been to the gym at, uh, in, like, months. And I've barely noticed a change. Like, I've gotten a little bit more puttier around the stomach area. But even then, it's like almost the same amount I, i'm being dramatic i do have like you have uh, access to the gym at, at or, or are they not allowing you to to work out your parents work oh no no they're not they're not okay um, they're closing everything down pretty much yeah. yeah um but like you know i've got like i've got a treadmill here so i'll help and you know um i did today i was like like to, to go into more detail like I've been digging kind of like a trench sort of to put my shooting targets in. So like, it's like, you know, like a steel target and it's like hanging from like this apparatus. And I, I basically have been digging a trench to like put them in the ground mm-hmm. so that like it won't move around. It, it like, it'll keep it secure and I won't shoot the bottom of like the thing holding it up. Right. Cause it'll be like, it won't be, it won't be in my vi- line of vision. So, so uh, I've got things that, occupy myself with i took the ak out yesterday and nice. i was hitting pretty nice you're you're, pra- you're you're practicing for uh for maybe. the march right maybe. that's what i'm saying i'm saying if like you know shit hits the fan like heading on over to cole's house we're gonna have ourselves a little red vanguard party if you know what i mean i mean like joking aside i do think i feel like who said i was joking knowing how to operate a, a rifle is like a good thing yeah. I'm not, uh, I'm not full blown militia type, but I am like, yeah, you should probably learn how to use a rifle, just in just in case, right? And I do like having um, that capability because I, if ever, if ever any sort of situation like that comes to me, I would like to have like some idea of what to do. And I do know that I'm pretty. Uh, I can shoot a AK pretty well, so I can defend myself that way. If uh, if we That's are not- handing out munitions, um, I call dibs on the the SKS with the bayonet on it because I'm going to stick some motherfuckers. Well, uh, you know, by the time that comes around, you'll get like the you, you're not getting my Russian one. You'll get like one of like the the Chinese you know take back ones, right? You mean a Wuhan, a Wuhan, <laughs> a Wuhan uh, no. rifle? Yeah, you'll get one covered in fucking Corona. Yeah. <laughs> you, you'll learn how to use it, and you'll like improve did, your immune system. So, did you guys know? So, like, it's really funny because campus carried past like last year or whatever uh, for Georgia, mm-hmm. and so you can. keep you carry a gun on campus, but you can't have a hoverboard because a hoverboard's too dangerous. But um, yeah. we were talking about that, and like one of my buddies from work was like, uh, "I was like, yeah, why can't I just like be a you know 
part of the Tokugawa shogunate and just like walk around with a fucking samurai sword. And he was like, you can't accept this. I was like, wait, what? And he's like, yeah, dude, check it out. And I fucking looked it up in Texas. They passed like an open carry of like all, you can carry a sword in Texas. That's pretty tight. You can just have a fucking sword. And like, it was yeah. funny because like certain knives, like butterfly knives are still banned. So like this guy got arrested for having a butterfly knife, and it's like, dude, you can carry one of those fucking Davy Crockett knives. You can carry a machete around. Yeah, carry machete. You can carry a fucking samurai sword. You can carry like any type of blade, but a fucking butterfly knife. So some guy would like, and like a butterfly knife's only purpose is to bend to look cool. Yeah. Prior- Opening it right, you can kind of swish it around and to be swishing around while like jazz music, like yeah, and like while you're doing that, like the cops are like, "Sir, it's too dangerous. You're going to jail." And like a guy walks by with like a fucking you know claymore, right? Like he's got like the he's got the samurai armor on with like the the reins in his teeth with a Japanese fucking longbow, just fucking you know killing people. And he's like, "Oh, this is fine." Yeah, th- like like that guy's being led away, and it's just like a string of guys with like a guy with like an MG forty two, a dude with uh, a fucking uh, lance, you know, <laughs> yeah, a halberd. It's like he's like, ooh, this guy, watch out, he's the real criminal there. Yeah, it's my uh, my final remark is that I'm going to enjoy my time playing Fallout New Vegas. Mm-hmm. I just re reinst- I just downloaded it. I've nice. never never played it, so it'll be my first time. And then also, I've started watching the ninety days before or before the ninety days. For I, don't 90 like days I, I don't like those couple. I don't like they. It is, in my opinion, way cringier yes. than the actual I, show, and I yeah. love it. It's amazing. I, I, I don't gosh, actually. I the reason I don't like it is because like um, I don't know the ninety day couples like so. So the night couples, I like it because they're, you know, they have the turmoil and everything, but also like it gives me hope as a schlubby guy, a schlubby American to find love sure. abroad. <laughs> like all these schlubby dudes are finding these like super hot women or whatever. And then like all of the before the night days people are like shitty. They're either shitty people or they're just like, you know, they look like fucking goat herders or something. Or like or I don't know how to describe it. Like yeah. the guy who's like going to like, deep in the amazon he doesn't know fucking a word of portuguese like yeah like he knows how to say like hi in portuguese he's going to middle of fucking amazon rainforest like he knows as much portuguese as pete Buttigieg knows spanish so like yeah he can't speak at all but um yeah that's that's why i don't like the before the night days but i mean whatever i mean there's probably some good seasons of that too actually yeah I fall in Josh's camp. I found the episodes we watched. I was like really entertained by them just by how shitty. Have like, y'all seen the later seasons of Night of Fiance? No, I haven't. I I'm on like I season like, three. I think I just finished season three. Cause I, they're, I mean, they're the later seasons are really good too. Like I, I think that's another thing. Like they, they kind of ramp up and especially I'll tell you what's a better show though. Night of Fiance. Where are they now? Or no, sorry. Happily ever after question mark that's a that's a really fucking good show because that follows like them after they get married and you know it's just like all their problems that you see it's just like ramped up to 11 it's fantastic by the by the end of this virus we'll have watched the entire 90 day canon um right just be familiar with all six spinoff shows every episode I'm back on my oh. bullshit. I just started playing fucking video games again. Like I just started going fucking hard. I beat Breath of the Wild yesterday, and I I've been playing that like nonstop for three days. I stayed up till six in the morning playing State of Decay, so I'm right Holy there with shit. You. Yeah, I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. I was like, I gotta read for class. I had to read The Crying of Lot Forty Nine. Haven't fucking finished it. I got some theory to read. Um, you know, it's just like this is why I said. Again, I feel bad about feeling bad about this, but like mm-hmm. I hated that our university moved online. I understand why they had to do it. I hate that yeah. they moved online because I'm fucking my motivation for online classes is just fucking non-existent. I yeah. forget yeah. when shit to do. Like today I asked, I was like, are we doing anything in our Shakespeare class? We're like, yeah, we have a discussion post. I'm like, oh, well, fuck, I guess I got to go do that now instead of like, you know, not doing that and playing video games literally all day. Agreed. So, so yeah. Yeah, if you're at home, you know, let us know what what uh, 
what you're doing to pass the time besides jerking yeah, off. Yeah, just shout out, shout out your window. Where the, how the fuck are they going to let us know what they're doing? Uh, we have a Twitter account. We do have a Twitter account. You can tag us on Twitter. At, um, at, is it at leave left us? Fuck if I know. I barely use that thing. We barely use that thing. Hold we need on. to tweet more on it. And I'm actually on the profile. It's um, at Creamy at Boys. Boys. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Creamy, uh, C-R-E-A-M-Y, and Boys spelled with an I. So just, just thought you know. Yeah, just go there and tell us what you're doing to pass the time. Um, yeah, all 12 of our followers. You never know. Yeah. All right. Well, if that's uh, everything, I think we can call that a... Uh, that's a podcast. That's the podcast. That's the podcast. Done via Skype, coming at you from the 21st century. Yeah. <laughs>